Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Footy Tips. We're continuing my season previews for 2023. I've already done the Tigers and the Warriors, so go check out those ones if you haven't already. But today, we're going to be focusing on the Newcastle Knights and whether they can get back into finals consideration in 2023. There's only eight days until the start of the 2023 NRL season and Steve's NRL Footy Tips is here to take you through every single round. I'm going to predict every game of the calendar year this year. My prediction show for round one will be released next Tuesday night after the release of the team list. I'll record the podcast and hopefully get a perfect round to start the season. So make sure you check that out wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcasts. And be sure to check out, as I mentioned, all the other season previews I'm going to do. I'm going to cover every team in the next week, and it's an exciting time to be an NRL fan. There's no doubt about it. As I mentioned, today we're going to be covering the Newcastle Knights. They did finish 14th last year, only six wins on the board. They had 18 losses. It was a bit of a disaster of a season, and it's a season that's put both Kalen Ponga's future and Adam O'Brien's future as the coach of the Newcastle Knights um, in doubt, and you know his job is without a question under a lot of scrutiny at the moment, and whether he will survive the season is very much up for debate at the moment. And, you know, last year, the Newcastle Knights, well, they struggled pretty much all across the board. They started the year off very well, two wins to open their season before um, it all went wrong from round three onwards. In fact, they beat the Roosters round one to start their season, so there was plenty of positivity and plenty of, um, of things to like about Newcastle to open the year, but... You know, they just couldn't maintain that momentum and things went pear-shaped very quickly there at the club. They weren't committed in defence, which is what we can say about a lot of these lower-ranked sides. They let 28 points in a game. They only scored 16 points a game, so it was the second-worst attack and the second-worst defence, I believe, in the competition. Kalen Ponga, uh, as the captain of the club, had his off-season issues, off-field issues, I mean. He did re-sign at the club late last year, and that was a big bolster for the club, but then him and Kurt Mann in a cubicle up uh, in Brisbane, I believe it was, for Magic Round when they were both injured. Wasn't a good look at all what they were doing in that cubicle, who knows, but Caelan Ponga has maintained that he was just sick and his mate was in there helping him. I'll let you guys be the judge of whether you believe that or not, but you know, there's some big question marks when we look at Newcastle and their chances in 2023. There's no doubt about it, and one thing that I think Newcastle did go do well in 2022 with was, you know, bringing some of these young players through the developmental system and giving them some experience. The likes of uh, <clears throat> Matt Croker and, and Dominic Young were two shining examples of that. However, this year, expectations at an all-time high for Adam O'Brien to deliver. You know, a lot of pundits don't predict New, uh, Newcastle to make the eight, but... You know, if we look at their signings over the year, over the season, over the course of last year anyway, they have got some key men joining the club. Adam Elliott comes over from the Raiders, Tyson Gable from the Broncos, Jackson Hastings, a very important signing from the West Tigers, Jack Heverington comes from the Bulldogs, Greg Marzu from the Gold Coast Titans, Lachlan Miller from the Cronulla Sharks. They're the major signings, and for me, a lot of those signings are quality. They have lost some of their... Um, some of their recruits from last year, Mitch Barnett's the part of the club after you know a number of seasons going to the Warriors. Clemmer, after a ugly exit, has gone to the West Tigers. Edric Lee, Anthony Milford, Chris Randall, 
Sue and Jake Clifford, as well as Tex Hoy, have all been moved on as well. So, you know, you look at, New, at Newcastle over the last few years, and, you know, in 2021, they were a first-round exit from the finals. They did manage to come seventh, but this is a club that hasn't been a premiership for, for a long time. I think, like the other clubs that are previewed so far in the Warriors and Tigers, it's all about laying down their foundation, and, you know, this club has been, you know, rebuilding for a decade now, and I don't think the fans have seen the success or any real success from those rebuilding phases. So all the way back from Nathan Brown when they were getting the wooden spoon in 2015 and 2016 when he was coach of the club. So, you know, it's an important year for them. They've got to really determine whether Caelan Pong is the guy that's going to be, you know, controlling the team from this point onwards. I know he's the captain and I know he's on big money, but is he a game manager? Well, we're going to find out. And we're going to have to find out pretty quickly because Newcastle... You know, a lot of questions are going to be asked from them at the start of the year. There's no doubt about it. And with Jackson Hastings coming to the club, he's going to partner Caelan Ponger in the half. And I expect Hastings to do a lot of the general game management side of, of the uh, of the structure, of the plan that Newcastle is going to have. You would expect him to do a lot of the general play kicking and organisation. If I'm Adam O'Brien, I'm giving Ponger free reign to manage the team, but not to overplay his hand. Run when you need to run. Let Hastings do the general kicking. Let Hastings do what Hastings does best, and that's control the side. And I think it's just important for Ponga, even though he wants to be this natural leader and he is the captain of the club, just to keep things simple, run when you see an opportunity to run, organize the team with Hastings, and just be that second forward to Hastings until you get your, um, I guess, your feet comfortable in a half role because he hasn't played too much half in the NRL at all, and, you know, it's a big change heading into 2023, no doubt about it. If we go to NRL.com now and look at the Newcastle Knights predicted round one team, Lachlan Miller will be the fullback. He's been a key signing, and I think that his com- contribution and combination with Hastings and Ponga going to be very important to the fate of their season. On the wings, Dominic Young, after impressive 2022 and World Cup campaign. He will partner Greg Marzu, who comes over from the Gold Coast Tides. I reckon he's a very exciting finisher. The centers, Dane Gagai and Bradman Best, both of them have plenty to prove at the start of the new year. We mentioned Ponger and Hastings. They're the halves. The forward pack, I think, is Newcastle's big strength. The Saifidi brothers are the props in Jacob and Daniel. Jaden Braley is the hooker, and in my opinion, one of the most underrated number nines in the game. The second rowers, Frizzell and Lachlan Fitzgibbon. The lock is Adam Elliott, and on the bench they've got Kurt Mann, Jack Harrington, Leo Thompson, another young guy they blooded last year, and Jack Johns. They've also got Heimel Hunt, Tyson Gamble, Anari Tuala, Adam Clune, Bailey Hodgson, Phoenix Crossland, Brody Jones, and Matt Croker, who is suspended as some of those other, um, I guess, key men in the top 30 that NRL don't think, NRL.com, I mean, don't think that will make that round one squad. So... Um, I think there is a bit of depth there at Newcastle. Unfortunately, you look at last year and they seem to chop and change, especially in the halves. The likes of Clifford and Clune really got hung out to dry when Newcastle weren't performing. So I think this year, for Adam O'Brien, I know his job's under pressure. I know he's on borrowed time if he doesn't get the results he needs. But Ponger and Hastings, it's all not going to work within one week. Lachlan Miller's come to a new club. As I said, how he uh, combines with those halves going to be very important. Jaden Braley serves at a dummy half. You know what you're going to get with him, but that spine's going to take a little while to gel, right? Their forward pack has plenty of meters in them, but again, like a lot of these bottom clubs, 
and especially at Newcastle over the last decade, even in the Nathan Brown era, heading into the Adam O'Brien era now, there's been a real attitude problem, and that comes first when you're trying to lead a team to defend multiple sets on your goal line. They seem to float in and out in games. At some times, I think Newcastle could be accused, as of recent years, to, you know, when they're behind on the score line, really giving up in games and... Um, I guess, not being resilient in that regard. Newcastle simply have to be better than that. I mean, if you look at their opening draw to start the year, they've got the Warriors, the Tigers, the Dolphins, the Raiders, and Manly in their first five games. Not the toughest first five I've heard. So if they could get some wins and build some momentum, especially in round one when they're going over to New Zealand, I know New Zealand are going to be full of energy in front of their home crowd. But you, could, you couldn't ask for much better of a round one if you're going to play away from home. I mean, it's better than going to Melbourne and playing Melbourne. It's better than versing one of these premiership favourites, whether it be Penrith or the Roosters or Seattle or Parramatta. It's a winnable game for Newcastle, but it's important for them to start their season on a high note. Otherwise, there's going to be so much scrutiny and so much inside and outside pressure. The media is going to be reporting on Newcastle um, you know, all week, every week, up until game time if they don't get an early win or two on the board and... I think with all that sort of pressure coming into your organisation, this year is truly a make-or-break year in terms of Newcastle getting some momentum. If they don't make the eighth, eight, you'd hope that'd be ninth to or tenth spot. Um, otherwise, I think we could really see the cleaners get put through this organisation. And let's be honest, if Ponga and Hastings, as I said, you've got to be patient with them. But if they don't work long time, uh, long term, if you get you know three quarters into the year and you know. I guess at that point, their coach might not be there and they might have a new person in. But if that get to that point of the season and the harsh combination's not working, you've got some pretty creative players in your top 30. Guys like Kurt Mann, who's on the bench. Tyson Gamble, I think, is good enough to be playing first grade, but it looks like he might start in reserve grade this year for the Newcastle Knights. So they've got options there. They've got some creative players in and around the club, and they've got a really good forward pack. For me, it just comes down to attitude and... I think for way too long, this Newcastle team has really been coasting on, you know, getting by and getting through games instead of really giving their all each and every week. I said it right there. And Kalen Ponga, he's had a lot of criticism recently, and I just acute. I know he might not necessarily love the game of rugby league, but you're the captain of the club. You've got to lead by example, and this. Truly is a big season for you. Because I know you got big money last year. Now you've got to justify it. I think you've had a quite few years for Newcastle. You've been great in the state of origin arena. You really need to translate that form to the NRL land. Because literally, Newcastle season, in my opinion, all depends on Caelan Ponga and his form that he's going to have throughout the season. With that being said, I've got Newcastle being where they were last year. And that's third last on this ladder. I have them finishing 15th. I don't see much improvement coming out of them. And... You know, you look on paper at that forward pack and you go, well, this is a, a forward pack to be intimidated by the NRL. But I don't think they've had the fire in them of recent seasons either. Whether it's a coaching change that needed or just an overall attitude change, I think that something there in the Hunter has to be fixed and has to be fixed quickly. The fans still are coming out. They still support Newcastle every week. But they're not getting the results as fans. And if I was a Newcastle fan, I'd be very frustrated in seeing this team week in and week out because you know the potential in this lineup. We just have not seen the potential over the last few years. And the culture, if 
if they come third last this year, like I'm predicting, the whole place has to be cleaned out from starting from the very top and working your way down because there's a serious culture problem at Newcastle. When you look at the early years of the Knights and the fact that they had that real hard-working reputation and then you got to the you know the Johns era and they dominated and won some premierships, him and Badiris and Ben Kennedy and all those guys. But they all got there through hard work and... You know, that underdog tag's always been with Newcastle, but they've also had the love of the fans around them. And, you know, whether they win or lose, you know that they're not going to be an easy opponent in Newcastle. I think they've lost that over the last five to ten years, and I challenge Newcastle to try to get that reputation back. But that's my prediction for Newcastle and their 2023 season. I've got them coming 15th. Where do you guys think they're going to end up on the ladder at the end of this year? Do you think Jackson Hastings and Ponga will gel as a combo? I think that... Hastings did a really good job at the West Tigers last year and one was one of their bright spots of the season. But I think he has to run the football more. I think he has to um, really stand up and lead because he's a senior player now. And there's a lot of senior forwards there at Newcastle as well, like Frizzell and the Saifidi brothers. They both played Origin. There needs to be some real leadership um, and leaders at this club to get them out of the rough patch they've been in. So I've got the Knights coming 15th. I think it's, a, um, it's going to be one of those years, unfortunately, where they... Really struggle and some serious changes will be have to make to the club. But do you think I'm wrong? Let me know. And thanks for listening to Steve's season previews. And I'll see you next time on Steve's NRL Footy Tips. Make sure you check out the rest of my previews because there's plenty coming in the next week. I've still got 13 teams to go. 14 teams to go.